ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, brotatoes and non-brotatoes, welcome to the first official podcast episode of the Average Bros Show. I'm sitting here with the fucking redheaded stallion, glasses wearing, big over the ear, headphone wearing. Nailed it. The legend himself, Brandon Punk. How's it going, Lou? Brando, how are you doing today? Oh, it's going good. Oh, not too bad. Not not in the best of moods right now because uh, something bad just happened. Oh, can you can you give a can you give a little insight as in why you might be pissed? Well, off? so for those of you that don't know, Lewis, he's in he's in the army right now. Currently, he's over in Virginia. So, my buddy and I, that I decided am. that we were gonna go surprise him this week. Because I get done with my final exams tomorrow. So we were going to caddy up here. We are going to take our asses down to Virginia. But they were literally going to let me buy $1,000 yeah. worth of plane tickets just to see me That's, surprised. But anyway, someone came in here. And I said, hey, Punzel, when when you leaving for when you leaving for break? And not even knowing, Lewis and I were talking on FaceTime. I... Even though we're talking to microphones right, right. and yeah, he's got thanks, headphones, on, shut up. headphones on, but, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I turn not even just blacked out, just, just out of nowhere, just go, Oh yeah. Me and my buddy are going to visit, uh, Lewis in Virginia. And as I look over on the screen, Lewis's eyes got fucking blown up like saucers, like, like saucers. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I literally, I think I started drooling at that point in time because my mouth was just so wide open. I, c- I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Because at first, I, I hear this I hear this bastard say he's going to Virginia with his buddy <laughs> to visit another buddy. And at what first, other it, did buddy? Not, it did not click with me in my head. And I was like, why would they be going to Virginia not right visiting now? And, me. And I then put two and two together. Yeah, exactly. And then I put two and two together, and my mouth dropped. My eyes got as big as and his And his Peter went Unbelievable. up. The bird went up. I I cannot confirm or deny three 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 quarters three quarters chubbing at at least. Absolutely. Absolutely. But anyway, yeah. So so Lewis is in the army. I'm here. I, I go to go to a small university in Wisconsin to play the baseball. Uh, we're just two buddies Beautiful. that we met at the age of two, two years old, two years yeah, old. I'd say two. I'd say we were about two years old. It was kind of two years old. It was kind of like a stepbrothers moment. Like, holy shit, did we just become best friends? And 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 we did become best friends. The rest is history. We absolutely did. The rest is history. It all started because me and Brando had the brand new 2001 all red plastic electric condition electric fucking Jeeps. Unbelievable. Back in the day, Brandon, oh those were the gosh. good old days, man. Because you know what, you could you could get about a fucking twenty minute ride. Uh, a nice, of like nice charge took charge. forever to fucking charge them. These big fucking oh, batteries. I could, I could when, you, when you're four years old, you can't the... carry them, so you have to go get mom and dad to one of them to carry the fucking exactly. twenty pound battery and put it in the jeep. Get a nice twenty minute ride out of them, and then I might make it down exactly, and I probably can maybe make yeah. it down to your place. And then you were, you were I you're, probably you're get stuck at a humping, at humping it just to try to get back. <laughs> just just humping into submission down there. Oh yeah, we met unbelievable. Met at two and 
been best friends ever since. Did a lot of shit together. A lot of cool shit. We'll get to that later. Exactly. We have we have too much cool shit to talk about. I think we're going to turn into a segment actually. Yeah. But uh, for the moment, right now, this is we're just kind of getting in the podcast game. Right now, we're just you know rolling with the flow. Me and Brando think that we can be funny at times when we talk with each other, and especially with our other friends that we will have That's on correct. the show. And you know, we we did get some inspiration from Pat McAfee show, Shout out Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee show, and uh, Barstool Sports. And honestly, we're going to probably model our show a little bit off of them. Because we love talking about sports, we love shooting the shit, and we love drinking beer. So I think <laughs> that our shows fucking a. be a little bit similar. But obviously, we're not trying to copy. We're not going to try to copy Pat and all them guys. So we're going to introduce some new. We're stuff we're going to throw in some well, hunting and fishing shit right too, now, because that's what we like to do. Coming from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, absolutely. I think we God's country. Absolutely, we're definitely going to th- God's country. Absolutely, I wouldn't have the Upper Peninsula tatted on me if it wasn't <laughs> something that uh, I think everyone should experience. So. It might be a dumbass decision, but you know what? We're going to roll with it. So, All right. Right now, I think we've got a pretty good show planned ahead for you. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about uh, the bad man, Aaron Rodgers, returning from injury man. after that broken He's collarbone. He's a bad man. The bad man, even though. Just a little background. Brandon Punzel is a Packer fan, Correct. and I am a non-Packer fan. So uh, it's going to be an interesting conversation. We might talk a little bit about my Detroit Lions and them possibly getting into the playoff race if they can win out. Highly doubt it, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and we're going to talk about some other news, some other uh, important stories that we feel we should talk about. And, you know, maybe do a little uh, little extra stuff at the end here, too. So we're going to see. We're just going goes, with the right? flow right now. Pulse. So for right now, I think we're, we're just we're, 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 going we're trying to flow. figure That's shit exactly out. We're we're, we're we're rolling into this. We're not we don't really we have nothing scripted. We're This is just all off fucking top Absolutely of our heads. Nothing. Just what we've seen and top of the dome. Absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have a good time here. That's that's one thing that we want to let you know. So, right now, Brando, I think it's time to hit the music and uh, give the audience a little intro into the average what they want. show. Let's go. timed out perfectly it was it was it was my walk up last year too awesome that's that's legit oh it's you feel you're i'm not you go up there and you feel like you're gonna hit a 650 foot fucking dong with with dick swinging dick home run hitting you go up there (laughs) just fucking just just focus lock the fuck in because that song comes on Mhm. Absolutely. That that shit turns me on. Dire straits, money for nothing. All right. So first thing on the agenda for the average bro show today, 
it's uh, the biggest news around the NFL and around the UP and upper Wisconsin for that matter. The bad man. The king. To a minute. Aaron Rodgers is back after a broken collarbone. It was about eight, eight weeks, weeks, I think, Brando. Eight weeks, I do believe. How, how, do you, how do you recover from a broken collarbone and come back to playing in the mm, NFL? Because he's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's he's, he's Aaron Rodgers. But the dude, how Aaron Rodgers, he's got to be 30, 31 years old. I he's believe. in his 30s. Wait, 30, he might be. I think he just turned years 34. Old. 34 oh, wow. years old. How are you going to come back and compete? And he was he was throwing a couple weeks ago, <laughs> throwing wasn't bombs. he? Bombs, throwing bombs. Mike McCarthy said that he was I, I, I throwing can't, I can't, I can't. hail marys in in practice two weeks ago, I think it was, and he said they're going just as yeah, high, just the, as far the as the team, uh, Detroit he? game. That's a, that's a word for word what he said. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he actually said he, that. Mike McCarthy said he's been throwing fuck out hail marys that. in practice as high and as uh, far as at Ford Field. Oh, that's just oh, lovely. Yeah. He's back, baby. That's just fucking. Lovely. He is back. Oh, he's back, huh? Yeah. He was. He was running. He was even running the scout offense I I think, for a while yeah, when they were preparing th- for the Browns yeah. game. Yeah, he was scout. I heard. I seen. I think that's right. I seen. Yeah, I, I seen something about that. That uh, he was running the scout offense, which is, I I, don't, I seriously don't know how you come back from that injury, man. Like honestly, I Good, fucking uh, top notch therapy. There, I, I don't even know how to describe top that. I mean, oh yeah, I mean that's that's just that's just you know that's credit to the the doctors and uh, the uh. medical staff on the Green Bay Packers. But w- no, if I'm not mistaken, you remember uh, Martellus Bennett, your old friend. Oh yeah, Martellus Bennett. Yep the uh, the tight end who. Was on the Packers, played a long time for the uh, Patriots and a few other organizations. But I'm pretty sure, I, I mean, I don't know the full quote, but I'm pretty sure he, he took a pretty big shit on the Packers medical staff saying, I believe that he was, they were forcing him into games. Or I think forcing him to come back. Like I said, I don't know the full. Yeah, I mean, he's also, I mean, you, you know who um, yeah, his right. brother Michael Seahawks. is? Michael Bennett. He plays for the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just been in the news too. Of, uh, did you see what happened in the uh, the game against uh, who did they play? They, they, the Jaguars. Did you see the game? Nope, did you see what happened in that not. game? Well, what happened in that game? I, the Jaguars ended up winning that game. There was a pretty controversial call. I believe it was on, it was either on third down or fourth down late in that game. Um, anywho, the Jaguars are in Vic formation, and of course, you know the CX are on defense, Jaguars on offense, and you know they snap the ball, game should be over, right? You know, obviously, no one's going to go too hard in that. Well, there was a couple things going on. There was, you know, some pushing and shoving, and it, from what it looked like, it looked like Mark, or Michael Bennett intentionally dove at sure, yeah. the back knee of one of the offensive linemen. Uh, there's some uh, dirty players I, in the NFL, there, Chief. Huh? Well, I mean, you know, the, the NFL is not a game of oh, yeah. fine gentlemen, <clears throat> to put it lightly. I mean, especially when it comes to game day, like. When the guys are on the field right there, I mean, no one's trying to be the nicest no, guy in the field. No. Let's, let's just be honest here. But when you actually go and you and you dive at someone in victory formation, yeah. at the end of a game, it, in victory formation, you're being a sore little bitch. I, I, I don't even, I, I don't know how, I don't even know how the, the NFL. So I, I mean, everyone expected that there was gonna be a pretty hefty fine, at, at minimum a hefty fine, maybe a suspension, let alone yeah. maybe a game or two suspension. 
I don't believe anything oh, has come from the NFL. Not a fine, not a suspension, or any, anything. I, I yeah, still Mr. don't know. Mr. Goodell. Did you, did you see at the end of that game? Yeah, did you see at the end of that game too? I, I believe his – I can't remember his name. I think his last name is Jefferson. He's a big D lineman for the Seahawks. He was getting beer and shit thrown at him from the sidelines. I, oh, I don't know. Did you see I, this at all? First time for me. It, it was it was a it was a quick it was a quick bit, but um, they were throwing beer and everything from the stands, and it was literally almost like a malice in the palace moment because once he got hit with one of them beers, he broke through about three security guards and he really <laughs> climbed the siding of the field, and he almost I mean he didn't almost get in the stands, but he he, he tried he tried at least. <laughs> For a quick second, it, so okay, so it might be a little different if you got some NBA play. I mean, NBA players still being pretty big, you know. Obviously, Ron Artest is no one to be, um, no one to be fighting right. by any means when it comes to the malice in the palace. But, but you have a D lineman, an NFL D lineman, best athletes on the earth. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you could possibly even think about trying to confront him or trying to to even engage in a fight. Yeah, with him. good luck. I mean, I can guarantee you right now that that dude who threw a beer, he ducked about f- behind about five people and maybe <coughs> crawled up a couple of seats back underwear. up as high as he could because with a skid mark, I had a <laughs> skid mark for that man. I I just don't know how, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, anywho, I, back to the Packers here. Aaron Rodgers. I know they they won a few games. They won, yeah they they won the past two games. They they've uh, by overtime victories. If I'm not mistaken, both of them. Yep. Bucket. Yeah. Brett Hundley. You know, he kind of he came in in a shitty situation Obviously, where he yeah, had to probably a, didn't know, get too much reps and he had even to replace... in practice just because I mean, no, he got the fucking man himself. I mean, it makes sense at quarterback. Yeah. So, so he comes in and automatically. I mean, although the expectation is for him not to replace because no, yeah, no one's going to be able to do that. But yeah, well, we've been spoiled as Packer fans having Brett Favre, and then right right after Brett Favre having Rodgers come in and playing the way he did right off the bat. I mean, we what, what were kind of spoiled. Like about 20 years straight of just two quarterbacks, yep. two of arguably the most, I mean, when it's all sudden, two of the arguably right. the best quarterbacks that have ever played the game. Top 10 for sure. Top, oh, Absolutely, I agree, top 10. For sure, top 10, but yeah. I mean, and then Brett coming in. The new uh, Brett. I guess, yeah, the new Brett, Brett Hundley. I guess it was just tough. Tough being a Packer fan in that situation, watching a quarterback play at anything but an elite level. You know, it's, it's kind of like thing too. When when you got Rogers, someone like Rogers, who's not only a great player, but I imagine uh, a big advocate of uh, you know, oh leadership of leadership. I mean, you know, I mean, he's I can I guarantee mean, right he, now. He saw, I don't know if you watched the Packer game last week against the Browns. He was pretty much he was pretty much coaching. Like the exactly. whole game, I like exactly. like he was telling Brett what to do. Him and Mike McCarthy were right next to each other. I mean, he was pretty much calling that game and giving them all the tips and shit. I mean, whatever you can do on the sidelines, you know, because I think he knew he was coming back this week, so he wanted to. Oh, yeah, well, obviously exactly. needed that win. Obviously needed that win. Yeah, well, that's big time because if they don't pull that game out, then then it comes into they're question. Done. They're done. Exactly whether or not they're going to even bring Rodgers back at this point in the game. But now, right, right, yeah. Now that they're in the playoff chase, I mean. If Rodgers is good to go, you know Rodgers is being a, a you know a competitive guy as he is. He's as much gonna, as, much, as, much as I can't stand him when it comes to him beating my Lions. Uh, it, yeah. It's good to see him out in the field. It really is. It really is. I agree. I mean, it, you can't 
you can't not respect the guy for how fucking phenomenal he is, you know? The guy's unbelievable. He's, he's fucking – I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased. I'm a Packer fan, but mm-hmm. best quarterback in the game right now. I mean, you, you I know can't... Tom Brady's in the question, but, like, I just – I don't see – I don't see it. I just – I mean, more accomplished, yes. Obviously, with Bill Belichick, with all the Super Bowls, but – I, if if I were to pick a quarterback that I wanted on my team, it would obviously. I mean, and, and it maybe comes biased. To, maybe it, biased. It might be a little biased, but I don't think you're really far fetched because I know a lot of experts that cover the NFL would probably agree with you in that statement. Right. Granted, Brady right. is pu- playing at an elite level, even being 40 years old. At 40 years old, right? But Rodgers, just the skill set he has, the way he can move around outside the pocket, inside the pocket, the throws his he legs. can make, the the yeah. lay, his legs. The, I mean. It, it, just it's unbelievable. His, his football IQ is just through the roof. Like when I mean, catching twelve people on the field, getting people to jump off sides, better than anyone in the game. Obviously, like gets people to jump, throws a fucking bomb to Jordy downfield, and don't matter. Uh, you can you can't really put name when it comes to mind in the situation the Packers are in right now, where they're seven and six going into the last three games. It Who would you pretty, want under center? It, it, it is pretty safe to say that without even, without even probably taking any first team reps yet. I mean, probably he is now in the right. week by now, right? But we automatically assume that they're going to win out without even. Yeah, it, I know that's the thing. The dude that hasn't played in eight. Right. The dude hasn't played in eight <laughs> weeks, and everyone's like, "Well, the Packers are going to make right. the playoffs." And, and me being a Lions fan, me and absolutely despising that. No offense, but you're right. I, I'm already in that mindset where. Well, they're going to run the table because they do it every single Everyone's year. Rogers back, they're in. You're, you're right, but there is some things that need to happen, which are very possible. This, I think there's uh, obviously if, which I don't see happening, the Vikings lose out. Yeah, then they lose that's out. Be tough the Packers win out. Then Packers take the division, Absolutely. which would be fucking ideal, by the way. But obviously, very well, unlikely. It's a, it's a long shot, but it's possible. Very, very long shot. But anyway, so there's. I think there's. Four, yeah, four other teams that need to, that are in the obviously that are in the hunt, hunt yes. and in a probably a better position than the Packers are. But well, I mean, after have, this weekend, I know, like, even being a, you know from a Lions fan standpoint, because I mean, right now we're both seven and six, but with obviously with Aaron Rodgers coming back, Green Bay has a little bit more momentum um, going into this week against the Panthers. However, this week, this past weekend, did not help either of our team's chances of making the playoffs due to the fact that the NFC South is just absolutely on fire this year. Unreal. You have, you have New Orleans. I'm not even sure what their record is, but they're probably going to win the division. You have the I think they're, Yeah, they're ahead of the division. Fucking the Falcons right on their fucking ass. And then the Panthers now, too. The Panthers. So the, Fal- yeah, the, Fal- yeah. the Falcons beat New Orleans this past weekend. I believe it was Thursday. Correct. Night. That killed. That that hurt. That, that, that killed both of us. Well, I mean, at the you yes. know, and when I was thinking, when I was thinking, you know, being a Lions fan, and of course, I'm sure Packer fans were as well. You know, the Vikings are going down to Carolina. Okay, going to be a good game, I'm sure. Good. Game. But you know, obviously, at this point in the game, I'm I'm hoping for the Vikings to win when it comes to those two being matched up because. More than likely, Detroit's not going to win out and try to get the division. This is me looking at a Lions standpoint. Same, same right, for you right. as well. I almost right. want the Vikings just to dominate this point in the game so we can try to capture a wild card spot. But they end up losing yeah, to Carolina. So now you have they, uh, Carolina 
and the Falcons, who are our top, the top two in the wild card right now, both from the same division along with New Orleans, who are, who's in the lead for the division. Right. So now we really need a lot of help when it comes to, and the Packers included, when it comes to... Seahawks are in there too. Right, Seahawks, the Seahawks, Atlanta, Atlanta too, yes. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Well, Los Angeles, they're, in, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're leading the division Carolina. right now. In Car- yeah, in Carolina. I mean, there's there's going to be the NFC when it comes to the wild card. It's it's not necessarily up for grabs. I mean, I think it's still up for grabs, but it's um, it's not looking – we don't control our own destiny. The NFC is fucking tough this year. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. I mean, there, there's uh, – it's going to be some good playoff football no matter who makes it. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, when, especially there's when you a- have teams like, like the, the Rams – who who would have ever right. thought the Rams would Good be in a story, situation? Good story though. I I do like Absolutely. the Rams. You can't hate the Rams. No, no, you can't hate the Rams. No, I mean they. You got to th- you know they moved to Los Angeles. You know they moved out of St. Louis a, few, a couple years back, and uh, I mean they every every game is pretty much an away game for them because no one shows up to their games. But you know you right. got you got to love the story behind it. You got to love the comeback story, and I mean even when it comes to you know teams like even like New Orleans, New Orleans I, I believe they started off zero and two. It just had a yep. real shitty start to the Owen season. Owen two or yeah, Owen two, like that. and and they just went on a tear. I think they won like eight, seven or eight games in a row or something like that. I mean, just on absolute fucking fire. And and, he, and even teams even switching over to the AFC, the Chargers, the Chargers are something else this year too. They, they started yeah, off Owen uh, four. They started off Owen five. Was it on four? I thought it was on five. Not sure. Not sure Either on that way, one. Still, I mean, you're in a shitty situation if you're sitting on four. Like you're, you're almost talking. I'm pretty about sure like, on four. I'm pretty sure they were. Uh, all their games were within like a field goal. Oh yeah, I mean, I know game, that the, they had you know, kicking but, issues all year. Exactly, but imagine trying to dig yourself out of zero and four hole. That's losing every single game in September and being like, well, where do we go from here? You know. Yeah, well, we're, we're fucked. And at the moment, they are far from it. Yeah, they believe yeah. they're leading the division now. They are tied with the Chiefs, right? Yeah, they're tied. Actually, my mistake. They're tied with the Chiefs right now. I believe. I believe so. Yeah. I believe they're eight and six, seven and six. The record's not that good. The AFC West is actually atrocious this year. Yeah, it's pretty. It's. I believe the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Chiefs are all. They all have like the same record. Um, But I'm not sure. I expect. I mean, I think the Raiders shit the bed this year. Oh no, they did. They did. I I thought they were gonna come out. I thought they were gonna be a fucking. Well over ten win team. Well, when you bring Beast Mode back like they did, you—I th- mean, you, the hype is right. there. You know, I mean, I mean they were making the seem like they were making all the right moves and shit. And Derek Carr with the story behind him, and yeah, well, they got a talented team, and even their defense. I they mean, definitely do. They got they got some big names back there with Khalil Mack and and, uh, and company, but uh, they've definitely. Sh- it's safe to say they shit the bed this year. I think it's it's pretty safe to say. Let's so f- so I got I I just picked up the. Uh, the Packers' path to the playoffs here. So, option A, the Vikings lose remaining, like we just talked about. And then the other thing, two two of these uh, five things have to happen. Any two. So, Seahawks lose one of remaining three, and they've got L.A., Dallas, and Arizona. So, that's very possible. That's possible. Absolutely. And that, very possible. Panthers lose to Green Bay and one other and they're they got Tampa Bay and then at Atlanta at that Atlanta game is going to be that, tough. That is going to be a vital game because depending on how well Carolina does right. in these next few days or the, these next few games or Atlanta goes, I mean that that's yeah. a very vital game. That's a big game. Right. And then Falcons 
lose two of remaining three. Also possible, they're at Tampa Bay, at New Orleans, and have Carolina. That's very not possible. Easy. That is not. I that's see, not an easy schedule. I, I see mean, maybe Tampa you, Bay. They're gonna fucking steamroll, but that's one for sure win. That's only one for sure win. Right. So that's very possible. Right. And then we got Rams lose at Seattle, San Francisco, or lose remaining three. That's 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 so they they them. so if they either lose at Seattle or San Francisco, or lose all three, and then Saints lose all three. That's that's so. Uh, that's a tough one. There's right there. some. There's some hope there. There's there, some hope there. There is oh, absolute the Saints, hope. Yeah, no, but but only two of those things have to happen. Yes. And so that's to say possible. the C, say the Seahawks, uh, they lose one of their remaining three. Say that happens, and then say Carolina loses to Green Bay, and then Carolina loses to New Orleans. Very possible. Very possible. That is very possible. Even Atlanta. I mean, there's 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 some. There's some leeway in there, so exactly. I, I haven't looked but, up the exact path for the playoffs for the Detroit, but I would not. Honestly, it's probably going to be something similar to that, because probably the, very similar, right? At the moment, right in now, the same division. Exactly. At the moment, right now, the Lions have the tiebreaker over Green Bay when they beat them up into Green Bay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. same record, both in the NFC. The both the things that you NFC just North. said, the, yeah, the NFC or the NFC North. I'm sure it's the same. It's it's got to be the same. Did did the Packers play the Falcons this year? Yes, that was their only loss with Rodgers under center. Yes. So the Falcons have the tiebreaker over both Detroit and Green Bay right now. So right. In hindsight, what would be very ideal is if the Falcons just absolutely blew for the rest of the season. So you know, Matty Ice, if uh, you are listening to this, which you obviously are not. Just please suck Yet. some more. Just just suck a little bit more for a couple more games. You guys went to the Super Bowl last year. Just just give the the old pack and the Lions and you know maybe another. Just team a fighting chance. Just That's all chance. we're asking. We just want a chance. Just give us a little tappy, a little tap tap tap. Just a little tap tap taparoo. Tappy. But right, yeah, Brad. I mean, like like I said before, though. I mean, you you talked about this too. I, everyone just assuming that the Packers run the table, you know, which is. It they still got to play Carolina, Vikings, and Detroit. Not an easy schedule. Not an easy schedule, no. But with what I'm, I'm, I mean, like I said, uh, being, a, being a die, being a diehard Lions fan, you got to give respect when respect is due. And with that man behind center, that dude could win these next three games with a bunch of fifth graders if he wanted to. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. And the thing is, is that it's it's You're not wrong. just. It's not just him coming back. It's, you know, although the Packers as a it's, whole, it's as a team, fucking Packers coming back to life as well. Exactly, and, that, and that's the thing is that because I'm, with Brett Hundley under center, Jordy Nelson wasn't getting the touches he was before. Oh, Randall Cobb him. wasn't getting the touches. J- Jordy Nelson, you know, he he, I, I he was pretty much no one. I haven't played him in weeks. Right, you have him on your fantasy team, and you haven't played him because he's just he's he's been garbage. I'm not gonna say useless because he's a fucking great receiver, but. When you don't have someone that can give them the ball on the deep route, like Rodgers, oh, excuse me, Ken, he's, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where, so, they, right. I mean, they're one of the best quarterback-wide receiver tandems in the league. The whole team. Yeah, yeah right. and, 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 and just Rodgers coming back alone. Like and now they got that run game established. Yeah, the run game's coming with up. With Jamal 
Williams and Aaron Jones. Oh, I, I picked up Jamal pretty, Williams in fantasy, and he's been and he's been doing work for me these past couple weeks. So, so they got so they got the running game going. Rodgers is coming back. It's not looking, looking good. It's not looking, looking good. too good for uh, opponents of the Green Bay Packers. All right, and the, this segment that we're gonna try out here. We uh, we haven't really came up with a great name for it yet, but for right now, not just, the best, not, not the best, definitely not the best name. But you know, we we were brainstorming here for a little bit, and we're just gonna roll with this one. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Upper Peninsula, Michigan, the short term for it is called the UP, and people who are from the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, are called Upers. That is Y O O P E R. So we're gonna shorten this one up, and we're gonna talk. And this one specifically is going to be about mine and Brandon's hunting and fishing experiences that we feel is pretty funny. And we are going to shorten this one up to call the segment the Yoop Scoop. Yes, I know it is probably royally probably, retarded. It might get fucking fixed once we, once we brainstorm a little more. Put it this way, it probably will not be the Yoop Scoop in a couple episodes, but this is where we're going to talk about our this outdoor... Is- this is this is the temporary. This is the this is the Brett Hundley for Aaron Rodgers temporary Ex- position. That is the best analogy I could have thought for this yeah. situation. Right. Right. Well, anyways, I'm going to turn the way over to Brando, and he's going to give you a little insight on uh, a little hunting adventure we had back in the day when we were goose hunting. So, so like Lewis was saying, just any hunting or fishing experience that him and I have had in the past that we thought were funny, stupid. I mean, probably shouldn't have fucking happened. Probably, yeah, mostly stupid. Mostly stupid. So, Lewis, myself, my dad, his dad, his uncle, and I, my my older brother might have even been there. Not sure. Doesn't matter. But, so, we're jumping this this, uh, pond. And for those who don't know, if we we kind of can call him Uncle Ned. Absolutely. We'll just set the background a little bit, Brando. So, me right, and right, Brandon, right, right. myself and Brandon, and um, my dad, his dad, and my uncle, um, we had a few ponds located in Powers, Michigan, that generally, when we went there, you know, during shooting hours... Generated a lot of geese. It generated a lot of a geese. So when we'd go there, the first thing we would do is we'd park a little farther away from the road, and then at that point in time, we'd kind of take a little recon trip up to the lake or the pond. This is, this is what jumping them. means for, for those of you for those that don't, who don't know, know. what jumping, jumping a pond means. Once we got up to the pond and we identified if there was any geese on that pond, we then basically come up with a strategy as how we were going to get those geese into the air. We weren't going to shoot them on the ground. Kind of a fucking tactical strategy. It I'm really not going to lie. Like, these, these were fucking great strategies. Thinking back at them, I mean, fucking military. Anyway, go on. You're right. Exactly. I mean, I incorporate the same thing in what I do. No, not actually really. Those were too <laughs> genius to even be incorporated in the army. These were, these were too good. I mean, right. it was too good. Too good. Anyways, yeah. once we identified there was geese on these ponds, or, or even ducks in that matter, if there was in season, we would then come up with a strategy, a brilliant strategy, to get those geese off the water and fly over the tops of one of one of the, one of the surrounding you know areas with trees, specifically to an area where we were positioned where we would have a chance at shooting these guys out of the sky, right? Sh- shooting, shooting a lot at a time. So we we, we usually you'd have one person. That would be the jumper that would go sneak around this fucking sly stealth style fucking in all of our camouflage. So so the jumper would go around and push initially just to push the geese towards the shooters. 
Exactly. And, and we were all set up. It was a fucking ambush is what it was. It's exactly what it was. That, that jumper would usually take some of the dogs that we had with us. We always had dogs with us. At that point in time, those geese would either fly in the direction we wanted them to fly, if it, if it worked out like we wanted it to, or would probably swim away from that side of the pond, and eventually that jumper who had the dogs would just keep pushing towards them until eventually they took off from the pond. Maybe even sometimes we'd shoot a, a warning shot on the water too, just to get them out of the, get them up in the air too. Right. So there was a, there was a lot of strategy. No, no, exactly. We're not about shooting shooting birds on the ground, but this, like like Brando said, this was a fucking strategic, strategically thought, tactical plan that we had to come up with here. I mean, we we fucking we we threw the wind in there. I mean, we we we, we, we measured we the wind. We did you, we did the thing. Measured, you know, you, you lick you lick your finger and you put it up in the air. We, I mean, we did that shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it it was real. It was legit. I I mean, it was taking looking, sand I mean, and throwing up in the air. I mean, we re- yeah, we did everything. I mean, it was all it was a fucking whole nine yards. The whole nine yards. So anyway, so now now you got the context of what jumping means. So we're at Uncle Ned's place. Uncle Ned is R.I.P. Passed away a couple R.I.P. couple years ago. Uncle Ned. R.I.P. Uncle Ned. Great fucking goose hole. Uncle Outstanding. Ned. Fucking great, great goose hole. So we go there. See that it's fucking loaded with geese as it usually is. So I think I think my dad usually came up with the planning, like with the with the jumping. I think he was usually the jumper, so he'd come up with the plan for us. Air Force background. So he thank you for your service, to Tony. Yeah, yep, yep. Tony Punzel, great man. But uh, he threw me and Lewis in this field. It was an alfalfa field, I believe. It was right next to the pond with trees covering the area. So and there was a little like four-wheel path or a little road right in the middle of the tree line which lewis and i sat i were there hay bales in there or i don't remember what we were sitting behind well the we thing, were hiding the thing was Brand, i think brando you were sitting behind the little gravel mound that was on the side of the road okay. there i think that i think you're right i think there were, i think there are two gravel mounds one on each side yes so you we were had, on we had one quite a bit of cover. and i was a, Yep. Yeah, there was there's plenty of cover. It was a, it was a fucking perfect storm. This was a goose killing fucking machine spot. Mm-hmm. So, Lewis and I, we're fucking. How old were we? We were just old enough to shoot. Nine, ten years old. We we had we were ten years old. But yeah, we were ten years old because at that time the uh, the apprenticeship program or whatever it was, you right? Could, you could hunt right. when you were ten years Legally, old with your parents with your own gun, right? With your parents, right? So we're with our parents, but so Lewis and I were laying on these gravel mounds and i mean there's there's geese filtering in and out of this fucking spot like crazy it, it's it like i said it's a kill hole and you, you got to think so, though too is that not only is there geese on the pond there's geese that are coming in and out of this pond as in oh and there's ge- there's geese all around the pond as well on the fucking gravel because this it was it was a it was a gravel pit this pond was a gravel pit that was dug out for the gravel so there's there's mounds everywhere like I said, perfect fucking cover for everything. Mm-hmm. So, so, so this point in time, you gotta think: these geese are flying around; they're walking all over the place. I mean, it's it, you wouldn't really think of it, but one one goose seeing any of us putting this plan taking off, yeah, brings a panic. That whole fucking pond goes up, and we're right. not in position at that point in time. We we were fucked. Then you the whole fucking missions mission abort. Dick in at hand, that point. pants around their ankles. Dick in hand, you're fucked. Absolutely fucked. Dick in hand, pants around the ankles, mom walks in. Fucked. That's pretty fucked. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know right. how you explain yourself after that one. <laughs> I, I mean, so I, anyway, what, what can you say? 
Anyway, yeah. so I'm going to let you go, Brando. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. But uh, <laughs> so Lewis and I, fucking 10 years old, no hair on our cocks yet. 10 years old. So we're laying down, fucking in cover. The mission is just starting at this point. We're just getting in position. We just laid down. We're getting all fucking comfortable. We're like, hell yeah, we're about to shoot some fucking geese. Adrenal- Woo! Adrenaline's pumping. Adrenaline's fucking pumping. Little boners probably probably happening there. Oh, I know but, I was chubbed. <laughs> but anyway, so so Tony, my dad Tony, is making his way around this pond at this point in the woods, fucking bare grills in it, going around this pond to jump the geese so they fly right over me and Lewis and we get the most shooting. Okay, so pour the cock to him. Time, yeah. We were the cock pours back then. Absolutely, yes. But, uh, but so I'll get to the fucking point here. I know we're fucking getting around it. But uh, so we're in our spots, and all of a sudden, was it, was it one solo bird or was it three? I believe it was one solo bird. It comes it down to the one. point where it is one, but I believe it was just one. I think it was. So this big bird looked just like a fucking goose to me. Flies probably 30 feet in front of me. Perfect shooting range. 30 feet in front, about 30 yard, 20, 15 yards in the air, I should say. It was close. Very close. Easy. Pop shot. Done. If Brandon had a bayonet dead. on the end of his shotgun, he could have bayoneted. I could have almost, yeah, I could have almost fucking stabbed this thing. So anyway, as birds flying by, Lewis looks at me i'm licking my fucking chops he's like hell yeah he's about to pour some cock i get up lewis sees it before i do i get up i pull my pull my safety off got my finger on the trigger got the perfect lead on this bird about to fucking end its life all of a sudden i see it's a sandhill crane i see the long it was a fucking long legs i see I see Lewis stand up from his dirt mound, fucking waving his arms, trying to wave me off from the kill. This man so, was about ready to pour the cock to this which is illegal crane, Michigan. which is absolutely Very illegal. illegal. And not only was this an illegal act that would have happened, this would have royally fucked up oh, the this whole strategic plan. Fucked up the whole strategy. Fucking Tony would have been pissed. Tony would have been pissed. Everyone Tony would not have been happy. The, the geese would have been pissed at that point in time. The, the they, they would have felt bad oh, for yeah. us royally fucking up this plan. For, they for royally would have been hilarious to them. Right. I mean, I would have fucked up the whole fucking operation for one goose instead of probably dropping our fucking limit in that pond. So, in the end, I mean, nothing happened. I didn't shoot. Crane, Crane lived. Crane's probably still alive. Maybe died of old age by now because I was fucking... 10, 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. But Crane lived. Operation Goose Fuckery went on. Continued, yes. Shot shot a lot of geese that day. Shot a lot of geese that day. We we pounded the geese that day. So it, it was definitely oh. a good thing. We did not roll no, and we fuck did. that up. Right. We did. But I, what, believe, I, I think mean, we headed back over to, um, to Nultz after that, too. Nultz. After that, right. So... So there was another pond that we hit, which was an old camp. No one hunted there, nothing. And there was a there was a little pond on that property as well. And this is probably a mile down the road, would you say? Maybe even less than. Maybe even less. Yeah, a mile tops down the road. So what these geese would do, they would they would go from Uncle Ned's place, 
fly around a little bit. Well, what the fuck? We just got shot at, blah, blah, blah. Landon Nault's property, which about a mile down. So what we do, we wait for him, drive over to Nault's, fucking pop him off Nault's, drive him back to Uncle Ned's, blah, blah, blah. Just all day long. It was an all day thing for fucking a couple years. We just poured the cock to geese. I mean, it'd get to the point where we jumped them. Um, we jump one pond, and then we jump the next one. Come back, jump the same one we jumped previously again, and right. then we, and I mean, then at it, that point in time, you know, if we had our limit, obviously, you know, we'd go and maybe you know try to shoot some ducks or something like that. But if not, and right, we, when we're getting right. shots in, usually duck seasons. For those that you don't know, usually duck season is same time as goose season, but there is an earlier goose season, which I think we're no. This was this. I think this was opening weekend of duck season. I think we went duck hunting in the morning, and then what we usually did was go jump geese in the afternoon. Yeah, that's exactly because what we did. Fuck tons of them. Mm-hmm. And, and that those were the years, Brando, that we we shoot a hell of a lot more geese than we shoot ducks. I mean, we would just piss pound the geese. It was oh god, we oh. And then and every, the every time was a limit. Oh, absolutely. It wasn't a question if we were going to get our limit. It was just when. Right. It, it was just the, right. those were those were the right. days. I mean, I mean, we Good don't times. have days like this. Good oh, times. absolutely. Some of the greatest times I had when it comes to hunting was when those we were goose fucking, hunting days. Before we even fucking had hair on our fucking. N- not even a gooch hair. Balls. Not even a gooch hair. No. No. Can you imagine a time without, without a gooch hair? I mean, I can't even think about it anymore. But that, that's how long ago no. it was, and that was a that was a start of a, start of some young hunters' careers right. when it came to goose hunting. And we fell in love. We fell in love with it. We 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 both love hunting. We both love fishing. We both love duck hunting. We both love goose hunting. It was uh, we did we did a lot of that. We did a lot, a lot, a lot of goose hunting. Who's going to spot up in the corner? Pistons by one, 96-95. John Wall takes control, guarded by Calderon for Bradley Beal. Beal driving, kicks it out. Ariza, baseline, dagger! Wow. Wow. Ariza from the baseline for three, and the Wizards with a miraculous comeback in Washington. They'll, they'll probably. They're saying it did not go. <laughs> we saw the, the Nets move. We saw what appeared to be the ball go through the net, but evidently it came up short. What a play by Webster. He knew he didn't have time to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, from our angle, it looked like it dropped straight through, but clearly. I was wondering why we didn't see more reaction from the <laughs> Wizards players, and we seemed to see uh, a sigh of relief coming from the Pistons. So the dagger has been retracted. First time ever, I believe. Wow. You see the ball splash the bottom of the net, but from our angle, which is basically directly behind that. Well, I remember airballing a free throw. I, I was I was a sophomore at this point. I was still playing JV ball. I don't maybe I was I was either a freshman or a sophomore on the JV team. I don't remember, but we we're we we're at home against Gladstone, and this was. I remember this. <laughs> you do? Was it two or was it one? What's that? It was just one free throw, right? 
I don't remember. I think it was just one free throw. No, 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 no. I'm talking no, about what, how many did you airball? It was just one free throw, right? It was I airballed one, yeah. But I just I remember it was it was in the second half and the gym was starting to pack up, you know, oh, yeah, for the yeah. varsity game. Absolutely, the the gym starts getting really packed. The, 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 the gym was starting to pack up at that point. I it could have it, it could have been fourth quarter, could could have been late third. I don't remember, but I remember I had two free throws. I don't. I, I think it was the very first free throw. Completely fucking airballed it, like five feet short of the rim. And I wasn't a bad basketball player. No, no. I was. No. I was decent enough as a freshman to be playing on the JV team. But shout out Scott Hansen. At this, shout out Scott Hansen. But I don't know what the fuck happened at that point. But Gladstone's our rival, obviously. I mean, that's fucking it's right. It's it's a pack, big Packers Lions when you play it's Packers Lions Steelers Packers, Ravens it's it's they're they're eight miles from our hometown they're right fucking next to us and when you play them in any sport it's a fucking bloodbath whatever it is it's a fucking rivalry people throwing elbows you you, you hate even though we have them we, I mean they're Obviously, our friends outside sports. Oh, absolutely! Now that high school's done, I mean, some of our best friends are from Glasgow. Oh, right, right. At the time, right. At the time, it is. It but is. at the fucking time, I mean, when you're playing that game, you hate every single one of them motherfuckers, and you want to beat them by fifty in any sport: baseball, basketball, football, whatever the fuck you're playing. Tennis. I don't. I don't know how tennis goes, but cross oh. country, whatever. Mm-hmm. But. You want to beat him in everything. And I, you want to beat him in academics. Yeah. You want to beat him in that. I mean, we, we, we get, yeah, yeah, a lot we, better than last ones, by the way. But <laughs> we we get into the argument when it, you know when it comes down to it. If we do lose, we resort back to saying that we have Taco Bell and they don't. That's just to the point. That's to the point of how shout out Taco Bell. Shout out Taco Bell, absolutely. That's just to the point of how much at the time during sports. Oh my God! You yeah, you, you would hated. you would fucking you would dig deep too into these fucking. I mean, you would go in their personal lives. You would see the last girl they dated. You would see how it ended. If it was a bad breakup, you would bring that up during the game. I mean, oh, it, it, it if, was it was it was cruel. If you would think that if you had you know any relationship with someone from Gladstone or you know from the other school, vice versa, yeah, and it either ended badly or even if it didn't end, even if it was still going on. Right, it's getting there's a up. sign in that. No one's in, safe. There, no, no one is safe. Not a single person is safe. There will be either a sign at that game that they're going to hold up, in or a chant. To it. I've seen whiteboards at those games, so it's oh, yeah. mul- mul- you mean you can use multiple signs. There will be several chants. There will be several chants. You can just keep going on and on and on, but it is. It's one of the best environments that you could possibly be in when it comes to competitive. Oh, it's it's tech. It's it's hype rivalry. It's rivalry ball and whatever you're playing, it's rivalry to a T. If you look up rivalry in the dictionary, you'll see Esky Gladstone. It, that's what it is. Yeah. And you missing that free throw at the second half of the JV game? Air balling is getting a packed. free throw. You, you know, the gym's getting packed. Not 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 as com- obviously not as competitive at the JV level as it is at varsity, but to you it is absolutely to to you it is you know you being a JV player playing against the JVs, it's fucking competitive. 
And me airballing that, I think I had a fucking mohawk at the time. That was one of those so, times that, yeah. Just for that mean. game. Just for that game, I cut the mohawk. Just just, just to fucking, I don't know why. I don't know why I had the fucking mohawk. I had a mohawk. That was so, when I was in. That was when we did that shit back in the day. That was that was confidence. And, and you, know, you know, the the only thing that could be worse than airballing a free throw, second half of the JV game when the stands are packed, almost when packed. the stands are packed. Yeah, when oh, they're, yeah. when they're oh, getting yeah. packed, everyone's is, watching. You got fucking eyes on you. Is when everyone is in the stadium and the stadium is packed, and you come <laughs> in. You know, no. Let me give you a background story. At, at this point in time, it's my senior year of basketball. I did not have a junior year of basketball because my ass was not on the team because I was cut from the team. So let's just give you let's just give you an insight of that. Anyways, I become super fan junior year, come back senior year, get to hang out with the boys, sit on the bench, do some clappy claps, maybe hold up a three with my fingers every now and then, get some water for the boys. Right. Well, anyways, we go into Gladstone and we got some momentum. I'm pretty sure at that point we were three and zero. We beat Nagani the first game of the year, which huge I, win, huge, absolutely huge. I can't underestimate how big that win was, especially at the time. Nagani's always good. Nagani's always good, oh, especially at the varsity level. Anyways, right. we beat them at home. The next game, a couple of days later, we go up to Houghton. We drop a dollar bill, hundred points on Houghton. Well, the game after that, actually, no. Let me let me rephrase that. The game before the the, the Houghton game, where we dropped the dollar bill, we played Kingsford, and I believe we beat them at home as well. Is either home or away. Anyways, we're three and zero at this point in time. We're potentially good. looking to be one of the better teams in the UP, if not the best team at at that point in the game at the, at that moment in the year. I know it was early, but we were looking pretty good, and we were going into the Gladstone game. And I still remember feeling good too. Feeling, feeling good. good. Feeling fucking confident. Absolutely. And Gladstone had not played a single game yet that year. I believe it was because there was. I think there were some issues. Snow. Sh- it was. There was some. There were some game cancellations. There was some really shitty weather. I, I do remember that was Gladstone's first game. But this was Gladstone's first game, and we just played three great games of basketball going into this game. Not so gonna we're lie, rolling into this fucking game hot. We we are sitting on cloud nine. Dick swinging. Time. Dick swinging. Absolutely feeling like our dicks are swinging, and we and and it's just you know the, with the rivalry of the game. I mean, this was on our schedule. It's always on our schedule as in being probably the biggest game of the year. Esky, Gladstone at home. And our minds are right, I personally thought. And we were motivated. I mean, I think it was one of those things where we thought that we were just going to go in and we were going to walk all over them. Steam that did roll. not happen. They steamrolled the fuck Far out of us. Far from it. They absolutely took it to us. It's one of those games where they took it to us almost right away in the first quarter. And... We never caught up. We're but clenching we all, our asses. You, you had that feeling at that point, especially me being on the bench. You know, I'm watching my bros take <laughs> these guys on, and I know how I know how capable our team was at that point in time. We had some good players. Shout out to Esky Boys Basketball that year, 2014, 2015. Anyways, it was one of those games where me sitting on the bench, I was thinking, it wasn't, you know, if, if we were going to come back, it was like, okay, when is the comeback going to happen? Even though they were still up by about 15 most of the game, I mean, there was a double-digit lead most of the game. It's one of those games where, when are we going to come back? You know, we have we're at home. We have the hype of the crowd. We're going to get back into it's this SK game. Esky Gladstone. We're going to get back into this game. Well, it comes to the fact that we never do get back in this game, and it gets to that point in that fourth quarter where you know, when you know the guys who have some 
sore asses from sitting on the seats of the bench the whole game. They start, you know, they start getting up. They start getting ready to roll because they know that it's time to go in because this game is out of reach by that point in time. So I can't remember who started subbing first. It's probably Gladstone because they were up by quite a bit. Anyways, Coach Hudson, shout out T Hud. You know, he starts bringing in myself, Bill Baraboo, at Chat Lizy, at Fat Lizy. Who else? Name dropping. T absolutely. I'm just I'm just name dropping right now. TJ Schlemvold. I mean the whole the whole bench crew. Absolutely love these boys, but no, the bench crew's out there at this point in time. And no one's left the state. No one's left the gym yet because it's Esky Gladstone. Everyone stays after the game, you know, talks after the game, all that stuff like that. Storms the court, blah blah blah. Storms the court, which they ended up doing that game. You know, I, I hate to admit that, but they did storm the court that game. Anyways, gym's still packed. We're out there, and at this point in time, even though it's out of reach, you know, you obviously want to try to look good in front of the coach. You want to, you know, do do something decent. You know, maybe get, you know, just hit a three here too. You know, get the crowd back into the game. You know, you know. You just you just want to do something good. You want to contribute somewhere. Anyways, I remember we get in the co- we get the ball in the corner. Uh, we're taking the ball out of bounds, just underneath the basket, and we run Villanova. I still remember this play, even though it was three years ago. The Villanova basically was designed to get a corner three, and corner set, three, corner three, set up a shooter for corner three. And I don't know why I was shooting this three at this point in time because I wasn't a, I mean. I could I could hit a few threes in practice, and, and I'm saying practice because I didn't hit threes in games because I wasn't on the court. But I ended up in the three-point position. Yeah, practice. I ended up in the in the uh, the position where the guy was shooting the three, and lo and behold, the player works to a T, and I have a wide fucking open. Th- I mean, wide, wide open three right in front of our bench. Corner three. Thankfully, it was in front of our bench because if it would have been in front, it was in the opposite side of the student sections. Because if it would have been in the student section area, well, I would have definitely got some more shit than what I did. I let that fucker fly. And it was one of those, for those of you who have known this feeling, because I haven't. One of those threes <laughs> where I, it was like, I think that fucker's in. I felt good leaving the hands. You know, it's right in line. It's not nothing crazy. It was in the corner. And I, it was, I, th- I believe I sat there and watched it for a little bit, too. I didn't even move. And I was waiting for that fucker to hit the bottom of the net. About two feet behind the other side of the rim. Absolute air ball. And it was to the point in the game, too, where although everyone was still there, no one was really, really paying attention, you know, give or take a few people. They felt for you there. They felt for you. No one even shouted air ball. That was, I think, I I, I, I couldn't believe I was waiting for it, but it was just, and I think that made me feel worse than what it was because it was like, this game doesn't even, Probably it, it didn't matter at that point in the time, but... (laughs) <laughs> the silent treatment. It, 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 I literally got the silent treatment. And, you know, the game's you know, out of reach by about 20 points this time. But talking about the lowest lows with, with Brandon airballing a free throw, Eski Gladstone, and me airballing a three, Eski Gladstone. Although it did suck for us, pretty funny when he I think the only thing the is, I think, I think. Because I, I think you were on that you were on that team, right? With with me, when I, I was a freshman, you were a sophomore. When I airballed that, no, I was I a se- I was a senior, JV. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, JV. Yeah. No, but but yeah, like I said, I played played JV ball my freshman year with Lewis. That was a great. We're on the same team. Great team. We I think we went we we had a we had a good fucking record. We did pretty but, good. But yeah. Yeah, we did. We did well. We did well that year. But yeah, 
I do I do think we ended up winning that JV game by a, a pretty decent margin. I do believe we that. We Gladstone? Yes, I don't think that my free throw mattered. We beat Gladstone when we were at home, and I think we lost to him when we were away. I believe you're right. But, anyways, but yeah. Some so some like adventures it, from our mine and Brandon's sports career. But yeah, 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 your senior year, my junior year, I did not play basketball. I wrestled that year. Yes, I remember that. Yep, and I did not do anything my senior year for for the winter. I ice fished. But nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with nothing that. Wrong. But yeah. Well, I think yeah. uh I think everybody uh you know, we we're going to try to run this podcast and see how it goes. Uh, me and Brandon are just talking off the dome right now, just talking about some funny shit that we Absolutely nothing said. planned. Absolutely nothing planned. Nothing we're just, pl- just fucking going with what we think maybe maybe some people will enjoy, probably fucking not. This was probably a waste. Like I said, our first one, though, give us exactly. some fucking slack. First one. They're going to only get better from here. You can, There's only one way from the bottom and that's fucking up baby we're, we're going up from here not a truer statement's been said that's correct we're, we're going to come up with some better segments maybe use the same I don't know we're going to be experimenting here for a little bit experiment. But, you, you give us some feedback too absolutely any give of our buddies that are listening or constructive criticism absolutely. don't be assholes absolutely. just let us know what we're doing wrong be assholes but don't be assholes yeah that's all we're saying right well this has been like a, you're you're formal, but you're ready to party. Exactly. You're wearing a tuxedo T-shirt in that right. time. Right. So this concludes our first episode of the Average Bro Show. Uh, Brandon Punzel, got any last words? You know, no. Like I said, just let us know. You know, just, first, just, first, just first, seg- first segments. Uh, there's going to be other segments. We're we're going to come up with some other shit. It's going to get a lot better. You know, this one maybe been a little. Little, little raw right now. Little raw. Little we raw. have no no lotion. No just, lotion. Just going right into it, you know. Maybe we don't have the content to talk about yet, which we will. I promise you that. It's gonna get a lot better. Gonna get a lot funnier too. Not a lot of laughs in this one. Gonna get a lot better from here. Absolutely, absolutely. We 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 laugh a lot when we talk to each other. This was maybe. Maybe getting a little t- too tight of assholes, probably, for our first time doing this. Too, too tight of assholes. Don't want to crack too many jokes. It's going to get a lot better. Absolutely. No doubt. going to get a lot better, and we look forward to listening to you guys' feedback. We, we look forward to hearing from you. Absolutely. And we look forward to producing another show here pretty quickly. This is the Average Bro Show signing off. God bless America. Over and out. Over and out.